Welcome to the Hidden Archives. I'm your host, Nicole Clark. Thank you once again for joining us as we present our third tale in as many weeks. Though this has been fun, it has also been a bit of a marathon for us. Therefore, from this point forward, we will return to a more regular and predictable schedule. Our next new episode will be out two weeks from today. In 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Jules Verne says, If there were no thunder, men would have little fear of lightning. As such, let the thunder of this warning serve to let you know of the lightning that is to come. If you choose to enter the hidden archives, if you choose to study the tomes, if you choose to take this journey with me, you do so at your own risk. Profanity and disturbing content may follow. This is your warning. Tonight's tale comes to us from the digital realms of the archives. Many such tales are there because the author of the horror had no way to write down their experiences. This is the case for the unfortunate soul in tonight's story. Anyone would be hard-pressed to write an account of their horrors if they were treading water. Personal Radio Log I don't know why I knew to say that to get the recording running. I don't know who I am at the moment. I don't know how I got here either. Where am I? I mean, besides bobbing on the water in the storm. It's so dark that I can't tell if it's day or night, or just the storm. Hell, I don't know why I've started a log since I don't know who will find it or who is supposed to find it. I just know the facts, so I'll give only the facts. I've awakened to find myself floating somewhere in the ocean, I guess. Hard to tell. Judging by the waves, rain, darkness, and salt taste in my mouth, I'd say it's a pretty safe bet. Looks like a bad storm too. If this message is audible, it's only because of the neural interface. I can't remember why I have one, only that I do. Okay, so I guess some facts have to suffer to explain conjecture. You see, not everyone has this type of neural interface, so I'm guessing that it's because I'm connected with the military? Or maybe the government? Well, the military has three aquatic forces, the Coast Guard, Navy, and Marines. So, statistically speaking, I'm one of those. Marines feels right. Therefore, I'll operate like a Marine. Or like I think one operates. But just to facts, I guess. There's a white light blinking on my chest. I'm guessing it's a locator beacon of some sort. It's built into my gear. So, if I can see mine and it's this bright, I might be able to see others. I'll wait for a wave to crest with me on top to survey. Maybe I'll find someone else adrift. No go there. I just rode a wave that must have been 10 or more meters high. Couldn't see a damn thing, though. I could swear I would have seen another beacon, 
Mine's brighter than a camera flash when it blinks. There is also no lightning from the storm. So that isn't helping. It's just darkness everywhere I look. I only guessed at the last wave height as it carried me up. Personal Radio Log, Second Entry It has been three hours by my estimation since my last entry. I did discover my dive watch, but it has ceased to function. I'm guessing as a result of whatever accident caused me to lose my memory and strand me here. I don't know if help is on the way. I don't know if there is ever a distress beacon sent from whatever ship I was on, or if my locator beacon has a distress call built in. I only know that I can keep doing these logs. I guess because of that I'll continue. Still no sign of other survivors. I'm probably completely alone out here. Just me and the waves. It's possible I was on a one-man craft. God, I hope it wasn't a deep submersible. That would put me miles away from... Hang on, another huge wave. Log still going? Feels like it is. I had to hold my breath for that one. Kept me under a good 10 seconds. The storm seems to be intensifying. I don't know how long I'll be able to hold on without some help, let alone how long I'll be able to keep these logs up. Shit, I know I shouldn't, but I'm starting to feel sick. I wonder if I'm new at this whole being at sea thing. Maybe I was involved in a training accident? But if that's true, the trainers should have sent for rescue. Or at the very least, if they drowned, someone should know where we are and what we are doing. They will send help when they realize something is wrong. When no one reports back. Unless there were other survivors that already got rescued. This, for some reason, feels true. I have a distinct feeling of someone being rescued. Almost like a memory, but I'm not sure. I could swear I've noticed help just slightly too far away. If this happened, though, they might think I'm dead or lost. They might not come back for me. But I only just woke up. There has been no help. There's no help coming. Personal radio log, third entry. I'm starting to remember something. I shouldn't be out here alone. I distinctly remember three other men. No, scratch that. Two women and one man. I can't recall names though. Not even my own name yet. But I remember their faces. And ranks. One of the women is... She's our captain? Yeah. The guy, he, 
He has no rank. I think he's a scientist. And the other, she's... <sighs> Shit, it's right there. She's, uh, Star Commander. Why do we have a Star Commander? I have to be a Marine. I'm in the fucking ocean. Water is so distant to anyone that would be a Star Commander. They work in space, surrounded by stars, not water. That's all there is here. Water as far as I can see, which admittedly is not very far. Not with the darkness. I get small glimpses slightly further when my beacon strobes. But it's just more water. Constantly moving and undulating. It's disorienting. It's disturbing. I'm off track. I need to be figuring this out. There was a star commander. A scientist. A captain and myself. But what is my purpose? It must be a scientific mission of some sort. Exploration, maybe? So, definitely not training. Unless I was training someone. That's possible, but what do space and oceans have in common? They're both vast. They're both empty. You can easily get lost in either, never to be found again. There is no air, no way to breathe normally. There's the constant threat of death. The threat of death. This seems very real to me. Am I starting to remember something? Maybe I'm just making shit up. Shit, I just wish I had someone to discuss this with. I've gathered all the pieces. I know I have. But how do I put them together? I need to figure this out. It's all there. I just need a bit. End log three. Personal radio log. Fourth entry. A huge wave just picked me up and tossed me sideways. My leg hit something. I... I think there's something out here with me. It felt big. I don't know if it was alive or not. Had to be, though. I'm in the middle of the ocean. The waves are too big for me to be anywhere near shore, so I doubt if it was a rock or a sandbar or something. But it felt strangely solid. It felt huge. But I couldn't actually tell. I couldn't see it. I guess it could have been wreckage from my craft? But that would have to have sunk by now. The only explanation I can come up with is that it is something mobile, something intelligent. I have this conflict in my head right now, though. There is something that is trying to destroy me. Something that is trying to pull me down. This is almost a memory. But the other side of the conflict is that this can't be true. Like, it, it's not supposed to be true, but it is. I just have this feeling, this instinct that... There is not supposed to be any life out here. But that doesn't make sense. The ocean is teeming with life. I can feel it watching me. That's irrational, though. 
How can I feel something watching me? How can something actually be watching me when it's so goddamn dark? I kind of remember someone telling me there is no life here. I think it was the Star Commander. Shit, I don't know. I just have to get back to facts. Like this little fact. After my leg hit the thing, I was pulled or maybe pushed away from it. There was definitely a force there. Something that wasn't natural. That is a fact. What the fuck? The waves are picking up intensity. I can't breathe. And... Log. Personal radio log. Fifth entry. I don't know what the hell is going on. I seem to have some effect on the situation. I can't control it, though. It's not that. It's like I'm jinxed. Every time I mention an observation, something about my situation changes or it gets worse. Like this. I know the water isn't supposed to be salty, but I can taste it. Why isn't the ocean supposed to be salty? None of this is making any sense. And just like that, I don't taste salt anymore. But it is supposed to taste different. Not fresh, not salty. Just wrong. This is... Well, it's normal now. Shit, nothing about this is normal. This can't be real. Why do I know there are so many things wrong with my situation, but I don't know why they are wrong or what right is? It's all impossible. This can't happen. None of this makes any sense. I mean, what kind of ocean has no life and no salt, but has some sort of force that fucks with me all the same? Oh shit, I see someone. Hey! Hey, over here! Fuck! Where the fuck did they go? Fuck, fuck, fuck! They were right there! I saw them! Jesus Christ! I'm losing my mind! They were right in front of me! Just out of arm's length! God. I have to keep it together. The darkness. The loneliness. The fucking storm. They're just messing with my head. I still can't remember anything else. How do I know the ranks of my comrades, but not my own name or rank? I think I'm gonna be sick. I can't take the waves anymore. They won't stop. I'm... I'm gonna puke. Oh, shit. Personal radio log. Sixth entry. I've been out here for, my guess, seven hours since the first log entry. The storm let up a bit after my last entry. I'm feeling less queasy. I'm actually almost hungry. God, I'm also so tired. 
don't know if it is exhaustion or a head injury. I must have a head injury. Logically, if I woke up here and I can't remember anything, I must have suffered some sort of trauma. I'm just so tired. But I can't sleep. Not because of the head injury, but because of the storm. I'll drown. I know that sleeping after a concussion isn't actually bad. That's only a myth. First day of medical school knowledge right there. That's right. I remember something about myself. I'm a medic. But wait. Everyone is medically trained. At least... Everyone on this mission. Ha! <laughs> there we go. Something else I remember. There were only four people on this mission, including myself. In my rank, I'm a lieutenant. Lowest ranking member of the group, but the only one with EXO experience. But that's it. That's all I have for now. I have another observation to offer, if only to help whoever finds me know what happened. I have the word eerie stuck in my head. Not a lot to go on, I know, but I don't know why I keep thinking of that word. Maybe we're training in one of the Great Lakes? That would explain the lack of salt. But not the lack of life. Not the lack of evidence telling me about my situation. Nothing else. Hell. Maybe I'm just thinking of that word because it feels eerie. Something isn't right. I've already established that. But I can feel it. The water is too deep. I swear there is no sea floor. Just a straight drop into the void. If I do drown, my body will just sink and never stop. If I get pulled under, there will be no way to tell where the surface is. I'll never break it. I'd just swim aimlessly until the darkness took over. That's the other thing, though. It, it's too dark already. No storm is this dark. Maybe I'm already under. I might be drowning right now, and my brain is trying to distract me from the fact that there is no hope. Maybe my comrades are here with me, just barely too far away to make a difference. We could be nothing more than flotsam submerged in the endless void of airless dark. I can feel it pressing in like water as you go deeper and deeper. I can feel it crushing me. Oh god, my survival gear is too tight. I need to get out of it. I can't breathe. I can't fucking breathe. Shit. Personal radio log, 7th entry. This isn't right. 
None of this is right. There wasn't darkness here, not like this. The darkness, the endless void came before this. The tight space, the airless box came before this. All the terror, the unseen forces were what caused this. This is what we ran to. How does this feel so open, so freeing yet so remote, isolated and crushing? I don't remember getting here, but I remember feeling here. There was escape when we got here. Or did we have to escape to get here? No. We escaped to here. But why is bobbing on the surface of this water better? This must be why captains go down with their ships. Better to die in a familiar place than to drift aimlessly miles from land and seafloor and sanity. Whatever ship, craft, or vessel I was on, I should have stayed there. I should have let that be the end. Because this can't be the end. I don't know if this is perpetual or if this is eternal hell. I just know that it doesn't end with my death. It... It just can't. It doesn't. I don't think I can do this. The last fact I know is that no one is coming for me. I can't remember anything else. I'm already losing what I had. What's the point? I can't decide if I want to let the waves take me, to let exhaustion take its toll and softly drift below the surface, or if I want to strip my survival gear off and dive down myself. It might be a release to sink down, release my last breath, and then suck in the thick icy liquid that surrounds me like thin stale air should. But I don't have the strength. Maybe I'll just fall asleep here. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm just going to rest my eyes. All right, pull him out. Let's reset and try again. Get him dry. Get him some food. And for God's sakes, let him rest up a bit longer this time. Then, before you toss him back in the tank, give him some amphetamines or something. We can't have him drifting off like this. Remember, he was alert when we found him. Ma'am, may I speak freely? How many times do we have to do this? He isn't giving us anything useful. We'll do it as many times as it takes. We need to know what happened so we can keep it from happening again. And I know you're new to the recovery team, 
but I can assure you that he keeps remembering something different every time. For instance, we didn't know there was fresh water on that planet, and we didn't know that there was light somewhere. Now we do. Is it worth it to run a man through a practical simulation like this 19 times to figure out that the water wasn't too salty? Permission to speak freely does not mean you get to indulge in insubordination. I'm in charge here. Don't forget that. It was my team that found his beacon and scooped him and the others off that piss world. And before you question my tactics, I'll let you know that we did the science. The water had high salinity when we found him. Apparently, it changes. Couple this information with the fact we discovered evidence of weapons fire on the wreckage of their craft, and that tells me we have finally found proof of not only alien life, but also that some of these aliens might be hostile. After 10 years of exoplanetary missions, this is the first game changer. He needs to remember what he saw what they were like, and what happened to make them abandon an orbital craft to take refuge on the surface of a water world that they had only been studying for four damn days. Forgive me, ma'am, but there must be a more humane way. We tried. We tried it with the other three. But the toxins they ingested from the water seemed to be blocking any recall. Traditional methods failed us. We even tried the tank simulation with them, but they just panicked and shut down. But him? He was awake when we found him. He was already forgetting, but he managed to mutter something about state-dependent recall before he passed out on the rescue shuttle. All of this was, in a way, his idea. If it's about state-dependent memory, why not take him back to the planet and try it there? We don't have any control there at the moment. And we can't risk another encounter with no way to defend ourselves. We have to do it here. Which reminds me, this time, let's keep him closer to the center of the tank. We can't have him knocking into the side again. And for God's sakes, keep the dive team submerged. We nearly lost everything when he spotted the one safety diver. Understood. I'll reprogram the wave parameters to keep him centered, and we'll raise the water depth from 10 feet to 15 to give the dive team more cover. I'll also add a small amount of red light into the atmosphere. Good work. Keep it up, and we might yet get him back. Let me know when everything is done, and we'll toss him back in. Personal radio log. I think this thing's recording. It's my first time using it, so I can't say for certain. My situation is as follows. I seem to be caught in the middle of a storm, adrift at sea. I'm having some trouble recalling who I am or how I got here. But I know that my three comrades must be close. They have to be. I can't be alone out here. I'll stick to the facts from this point on. No point in conjecture.
thalassophobia, claustrophobia, astrophobia, and the fear of the unknown. Seems to check every box for my irrational fears. I love when one can relate to a story in such a profound and personal manner. We'd like to thank you all for joining us once again, and we look forward to joining you next time. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. There are many more stories from the Hidden Archives that have yet to be shared. We hope that you join us next time for another Glimpse Within. This has been a production of the Rhodes Collaborative Experience, LLC. Please no reproduction, duplication, or bastardization of any content without written consent from RCX or its partners. Ex animo, ex tempus, in archivum. <laughs>